0: episode 62 the forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every other thursday we're a group of people who love exploring and talking about all kinds of things from board games to video games to film to tv to just random things we encounter throughout our everyday lives like that's right thank you owen like torque wrench tampers for espresso machines um if you're interested in checking out the other things that we've worked on in the past you can check out our facebook at facebook.com forward slash we are the horizon community or you can check out our website at WeAreTheHorizon.com. everything we talk about in the podcast gets pushed out to our cast notes, which goes to whatever podcasting app you're using. Um, and if by the way, if you're not using uh, Overcast, you probably should be, because it's really freaking
1: good. Are we partnered with them? Is that why our names are so similar? <laughs> yep, hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Um, so yeah, let's let's get into it and let's talk about what you've been playing lately, Alex. Let's start with you again. Oh god! Oh, okay.
2: oh yeah. <laughs> I start <with> him. Everybody, <laughs> just assuming I'm going to take forever. Yeah. Um, I finished God of War in the t- last time, since the last time that we talked. And uh, it that, was... That game ending- is excellent. Like, excellent. high, Very high quality. <laughs> Ex- game of the year in my eyes so far. That's all I have to say about that. I explained a lot <laughs> more before.
3: <laughs> you did explain a lot. I've also um, played it since then. Um, it's very good. I'll I agree. mean, maybe not best game of the year so far, but second i'll put it in second
0: second (laughs) yeah wait to what celeste it's gotta be celeste oh what did they did they maintain the whole single shot thing throughout the entire
2: god of war the whole thing except for wait caleb did you go back to your house after you beat it
3: after i beat it no
2: yeah after you climbed to the top of the mountain and spread the ashes or whatever
3: no. Oh my god, spoilers. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, yeah, it does a single shot until you go back to your house after you beat the game. And then there, there's the first cut.
3: So I didn't experience the single shot thing because fast traveling <laughs> all over the place. Wow. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. Fast travel system is still like a single shot, right? Like you walk through the portal and then you walk out the other side of the portal.
3: I mean, it it fades to white and then it fades back in. It seems like a a pretty clear cut.
2: You like walk through. I mean, yeah, it's like a fake cut. Also, there's a lot because you walk through the
3: light loading in that.
2: I mean, it's it's very obviously loading, but they're trying to maintain their single shot effect. So you're yeah, walking yeah, on sure. an endless
1: path until sure. it well, finishes loading, and then you go through another portal.
0: You ruined it by fast traveling. You could have just walked everywhere.
1: Yeah, Caleb, what are you doing?
0: But I don't the, know that you technically even, could.
2: Even with the like, there's points in the game where it's like you better fast travel. I think it basically makes you fast travel a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but like even with the fast traveling stuff, they try to maintain this same thing. They do have like the basically like a fake cut, essentially. Where you like walk through the portal and it gets bright enough that it kind of white whites out the screen. Hmm. But it still kind of maintains the illusion. Until sure. you go back to your house at the very end. And there is an actual cut and it, they have like a title card that says like several years later and then there's something that happens no, i might want to check it out Is it worth it you could look it up on youtube <laughs> 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 it's like 30 seconds anyway <laughs> um i finished that and then i went and played my second playstation 4 game ever which is infamous second son oh I thought that game was <laughs> mediocre yes
1: it's incredibly mediocre actually that's <laughs> remarkable pretty pretty
2: not as good as the other ones
1: yeah it's a shame because infamous 2 is amazing it's yeah like one of my favorite ps4 games and then second son is like wow really lowered the bar okay cool
2: <laughs> yep the entire time i played that game i was like really this is it huh <laughs>
0: I mean you did go from your game of the year, God of War, to that game, so you you have to have some amount of expectation it's not gonna be as good.
2: I don't know. I just remember playing the first and second ones forever ago and they were awesome and this one just felt like sloppy. Like the controls weren't very tight, like the story was crap. Yeah, the characters are incredibly boring. Characters not good. I didn't even think the powers were that great. Like, they freaking give you smoke powers, yeah, and they're
1: very boring, which, like, wow. I'm amazed they even managed to pull that off.
2: Like, they made the climbing a lot worse because you're not supposed to use it for the most part. Yeah. Like, in Infamous 2, you could, like, straight climb up buildings, like, super quickly. And in this game, they're like, no, just use the vents at the bottom of the building and, like, zip to the top with your smoke powers. Or like any of the other abilities that you get in that game. So that's pretty bad, I thought.
1: Did you finish the game yet? Yeah, I finished it. Okay. Did you also think it was weird that they give you a power literally after you've already finished the game? Literally after you finish the game. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, oh, this is cool. I guess I'm not using it. Yeah.
2: So the whole thing is like you're going around. Like your power is actually that you can take powers from other conduits. So like at the very beginning of the game, you touch a dude that has smoke powers, and then you get smoke powers. And then like two other times throughout the game, you touch other conduits, and you get like neon powers, and you get like video powers. Yeah, that's also whatever. Stupid, that but whatever <laughs> contrived one was.
0: Is this like Peter from Heroes? Like you only have maintained the powers from the one person you touched. Most no, no. You
2: keep them except for they manage so it like, by Tyler. Like,
0: <laughs> except you're not eating people's brains. You you can't them except for you can't use them all at the same
2: time. You have to like power up off of different sources to like switch your power that you're using. So like if you absorb smoke, you'll get smoke powers back. And then if you go absorb like a neon sign, you get your neon powers back. So -hmm. you do that. You get smoke, neon, and then video. And then like you get to the very end of the game. You beat the final boss who has concrete power and you take her power. And now you have a whole new set of abilities and a whole other ability tree that you can, like, go down, except for you've already beat the game. So there's no reason to use (laughs) it. Yeah, it's bizarre.
0: Do you get, like, if you went to go play again, would you have those powers from the beginning, or do you just start from scratch?
2: I don't think so. Almost certainly
1: not, because the whole point of the story is, concrete lady comes in and, like, covers a bunch of people in concrete, and you go, Shit, I gotta go get those powers to unconcrete these boys. So, like, if you had them at the beginning, the plot doesn't work at all.
0: (laughs) Hmm. That's true. So
1: maybe that's, like,
0: the whole reason you get them at the end is because, like, you've succeeded and you've gotten the concrete powers. I mean, yeah, they
1: built, like, a whole system of concrete (laughs) moves that I used once each and said, okay, and then turned the game off forever.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's really crazy because they're all, like, unique from all the other stuff. I have no idea why they chose to do that.
1: And there's no there's no, no DLC but, like that. Bother bother there is abilities. DLC where you play as a completely different character who only has neon powers. Yeah. <laughs> so hmm. I haven't played hmm. that yet. Why doesn't the other characters
3: have concrete powers? I don't know.
2: You can go back into the open open world and like mess around if you want. Oh cool. And like kick the whatever, the, the DUP out of the, the bad city. Boys.
1: I mean, but if you're like me, you said, oh, the final boss is next? I'm going to do all the side stuff now, yeah. level up a bunch, <laughs> and then go to the last boss. Yeah.
2: No. I was, I like, know. so unimpressed with the game. Yeah. I just kind of, like, mainlined the story, and That's I was like, okay. That's
1: fair. Yeah, it was pretty lackluster, to be honest.
2: Um, I also started playing another old game, Ori, in the Blind Forest.
4: Hmm.
1: How is it?
2: Uh, very good so far. I don't know why I never played it. It's beautiful. The music's like crazy good. Um, you get a double jump in it.
1: <laughs> Wait. Why does that get its own bullet point?
2: Because it- I was playing so much of this game, and I was like, man, I really wish I had a double jump. They just, oh I know they're gosh. gonna give it to me at some point. They just need to give it to me already because it's like. <gasps> almost getting to the point where it's annoying and I can't get up to these certain places. And then Caleb has already played it. And so I was like, you get a double jump at some point, right, Caleb? And he told me, no. He told me, no, you don't get a double jump. (laughs) And then today I unlocked the double jump and I was like, screw you, Caleb. You lied to me.
3: Just imagine how excited he was when he got the double jump, though. (laughs) I was like, exactly Right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Amazing. That...
2: It just seems very, very polished, and the second one's coming out at some point soon, so I wanted to play through Next that. Next year, right? I think so, yeah.
1: Like everything else at E3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's mm-hmm. all coming out in February.
0: Unless it was <laughs> Nintendo, then it's everything that's coming out this year. Um, so I, I've been playing a couple things lately, one one of which is Prey. Um, what the, really the one thing I wanted to point out about this is how ridiculously different this is from the first prey, and i know they're like not really associated they just completely (laughs) reuse the name but it was so confusing me for the longest time i'm like all right this is like kind of a follow-up i guess but not really kind of a sequel no no not at all nothing um but it's very very well done uh i i'm about probably i would guess about halfway through the game but it does definitely have a bioshock-esque feel which i love bioshock i'm still upset alex that you've never played it
4: It's
2: too spooky, man.
0: Wait,
5: you've never played Bioshock?
0: I played, like,
2: some of it, but it's a scary game, and then I stopped playing it.
5: It's not scary!
2: It's a scary game.
5: (laughs) It's not scary! scary.
6: Thank you. You,
2: like, look down dark, creaky hallways, and you, like, you hear, like, moaning of big daddies in the distance, and you're like, do I even want to walk down this hallway? No.
5: Do you not like tension? Do you like games that everybody's just friends with each other, and you can go play some sports?
2: well
1: i guess
2: i guess like the best example is i played infinite and i liked that game a lot and i beat that game but i couldn't play regular B- bioshock
3: It's because it Infinite okay, doesn't have any atmosphere infinite has <laughs> an atmosphere it's just like a creepy religious atmosphere it's yeah. not even, it and doesn't even it pales it, in comparison and it it's does. like it really in the bright
2: daylight and it's in like a cloud city oh
3: okay so you
5: need daylight to play your games got it you want to play them outside just That's turn the Switch. gamma like to
4: a hundred
3: and play it <laughs> just wash out everything <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> uh
0: anyway i really uh, like tell you, man. i really like prey um i'm guessing alex you've also not played prey no, you don't like dark, creepy things. Gosh, it's a scary game.
3: I told him he at least needs to play through the intro, which is not scary at all.
0: But it's no, cool. it's it's a very yeah. I, I would agree. Just play the intro. You won't be scared. Nothing scary. You're fine. Um, the one thing I did like that I thought they they did a good job balancing is really limiting the use, your use of weapons in that game. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm consistently just out of ammo, and I'm like trying to figure out different ways to get past rooms without like either alerting enemies or figuring out ways to distract them so I can get from point A to point B. I think they just did a good job of balancing that.
3: It makes you actually feel like you're the prey in a situation.
1: Yeah. Oh, is that why they called it that? Which is cool.
0: Did, yeah. uh, did anybody play the, the other prey? I can't call it the original prey. Did anybody play the yeah. other prey? Other than yeah. you, Caleb. We've talked about this before. Nobody else here, though? Gosh. No. No. Okay. Good old Prey twenty oh six. Prey twenty oh six was like aliens crash landed on planet Earth and they're like eating and destroying people. And you're like part of a tribe and you you like focus your Native American abilities in order to like do things. It's totally different. You it's have weird. spirit powers. You have spirit powers. You go powers. to the spirit realm. Yes. When you die, you just go to the spirit realm and then you just like revive yourself somehow because apparently you have that ability. I don't know. Different game. But I really like Prey. Um, additionally, we just got done playing... Uh, last night, we played another round of Pandemic Legacy. We're about five months in. I uh, just wanted to actually just mention, no no spoilers here, but this game is so ridiculously well-balanced. Um, we have won five out of our six games. But at this point, we've gotten to the, to the point at which, uh, in Pandemic Legacy, you kind of have a funding essentially that allows you to put special cards into the decks so that you can utilize them to prevent things from happening. But as you win, you lose funding for the following month. So we've been at zero funding for like three months, which makes it super, super difficult. Um but they just like right around I think it was month four, month five, they made a huge like change to the uh the sort of feel and play of the game, which I kind of clearly didn't expect. But it's very good. I, you guys need to play another month so that we can talk about Penderick I think like we need to play the maybe. first month again. Is again? What we for need the to third do. time? Yeah. Mm, I don't know what you're Second. talking about. I think, yeah.
1: Oh, well, you're not counting the first time you played it? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have no idea what your words mean.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Caleb, what have you been playing? So we already
3: talked about God of War. I have played and beaten that quite good. Uh, probably one of the best games this year. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Everspace, which is a space dogfighting roguelike game. Um, I mean, you kind of travel ro-like. through a... It's its a lot like FTL. You travel through these um, various jump points, and there's like a bad force chasing you. Um, it's pretty cool. It doesn't seem terribly deep, but whatever. I've been playing some Okami. Okami's awesome. I got it in the Steam sale because it was on sale on the HD version, so you know. Uh, budget Cuts finally came out. So is it good? played a decent amount of that. Yes, it's
0: quite good. Like, uh, I haven't beaten it yet. I'm like two hours in, two and a half hours in. I just remember thinking when we played the, the demo that I was like, wow, this is amazing. This will be really yeah. great if they tackle this well.
3: Yeah, it's pretty good. should play it. Okay. And then I've been playing some of this Masquerade game, which is... Uh, it's real time pausable, sort of in the same vein as like KOTOR and uh, what was the
1: one you said, Jake? Dragon Age Origins. Or Dragon yeah. Age. Any Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah, sure. Not just Origins.
3: Um, And it totes this weird combat system where you apply elemental tags to people by using these elemental moves. And then you can like activate the tags to cause like different effects to happen based on what you activate them with. It's kind of interesting. The story's kind of cool.
1: So. That's it
0: shake you're up
1: all right uh last night i finally got around to playing the adventures of captain spirit is that the full name something like that it's the um nice. something adventures of captain spirit awesome adventures of captain spirit i knew i was missing an adjective but yeah it's uh like the prequel kind of to life is strange too i believe that's what i've been led to believe uh it's pretty cool though it's very pretty i like the art style a lot uh, it does a good job of doing the kind of thing where, like, you do a bunch of little choice, and they all kind of contribute to the overall story. But it's free. And I guess I played it for three hours yesterday, so that's pretty sick Oh wow. for a free game. Yeah, I know. I yeah, just that's, looked at my time. Great. I was like, wow. Three hours. But, yeah, a lot of you fun. you finished um, it? Really... Yeah, I finished it.
2: Okay, so it's, like, three hours long-ish?
1: Yeah. Uh, give good. or take. I didn't do everything in it. Uh, they give you, like, a list of things like, oh, here are, like, your objectives you can do. And I skipped, like, two of them because I couldn't figure out what to do uh but yeah does it,
2: does it have like a unique spin on it of some kind
1: well, like, what do you mean for
2: instance like for instance in the original <laughs> game you had time powers
1: uh not so prequel much The like nothing the demo okay but it's very much let's say suggested that the full game will have something to that effect
2: cool 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 i'm excited
1: yeah, yeah no i'm hella hyped the second one comes out in like september so that should be awesome Uh, Are you playing him in the second one, Life is Strange? I
2: don't think we know yet.
1: I would imagine so. I believe we play as Captain Spirit himself. Yeah, I don't think Chloe and uh, Max are in it at all. Okay. Oh, speaking of them, I don't know about this main voice actor. It sounds like they got like a real kid to do it because the kid's like seven or something, (laughs) and like "Mm, I don't know if I trust him to carry a full game so we'll see how that goes
2: like from everything i've read i don't think i don't think that it's confirmed that it's actually gonna be him
1: really i i would be surprised if it wasn't him what i'm hoping is that they do a time skip so like you start when you're seven and then you play most of the game when he's like an adult with a good voice actor (laughs) yeah sorry i mean he's good for like a kid but like just a few lines i was like man this is, I mean, to be fair, the first game had really, really good voice acting, but like, you know, this is the second one, so I'm kind of expecting really good voice acting again. But the other thing I've been playing, uh, so I've decided I want to try to finish all the Kingdom Hearts games before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. Oh no. Yeah, no, so get ready for a lot, a lot of, of games. games <laughs> it is. Um, uh, but I finished Birth by Sleep, uh, and that game is, the story is insane. The gameplay is pretty good, but the story doesn't make a lick of sense. Uh, okay, not good insane, like... No, it's so It's like Kingdom Hearts 2 insane. Let me, let me just run you through my worse? favorite scene that I, I've seen three times. Because the, the hook of Birth by Sleep is there's three characters, and they each have a, open quotes, unique story. Which means you go through the same worlds every time, and, like, slightly different scenes happen. But so, they all get separated, and they all come back together at, like, the very end, like, right before the final boss. And the one girl's like, oh, yay, I finally see you guys again. And the other guy's like, oh, I'm here to avenge the death of our master. And I'm like, okay, yeah, so far so good. And then the third character is like, the main bad guy wants me to fight the darkness he ripped out of my heart so he can form the ultimate weapon. From us. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm out. Like, that whole sentence pretty much just loses me. It's, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And the ultimate weapon is called the Keyblade. <laughs> They're all using Keyblades, but it's called the Keyblade again.
4: Nice.
3: Is, is it just the
1: Keyblade? It doesn't even have like a... Well, it's spelled X-Blade, but pronounced Keyblade. <laughs> what,
2: are, what are they, Apple?
1: I don't... I, God, I can't. <laughs> it baffles me.
2: That's ridiculous.
1: Wait, yeah. how many Kingdom Hearts
0: games
5: are there? Yeah, I was just going to ask for, for, you know, the listeners at home, you're saying that you're going to go through each one. Is that all of the remakes as well? Uh, I mean, I'm going you through, you just I'm just of gonna go going to go through
1: chronological order, Okay, like in setting chronological order. So Birth by Sleep is the first one, then one, then Chain of Memories, then 358 over two days, then two, then Dream Drop Distance. Yep. I think that's all of them yeah
5: for the record i love chain of memories i thought that was a great game
1: chain of memories is pretty good it's weird it's a card game kind of i think
5: that's why (laughs) i liked it so much i was like this is weird i'm doing this whole card game deck building thing
1: but i think that's like what
5: worked about it
1: yeah it took me almost until the very end to actually build the deck at all i just played through 90 percent of it with the starting deck
5: how? Patience. Oh god, determination.
1: Okay. But then I couldn't <laughs> beat the final boss with my shitty starting deck, so I had to actually do something and then I kicked his ass. But we'll we'll get to that when I play that one again. So yeah. That's the King Hearts update for today.
4: Got
5: it.
1: Okay. Owen,
5: what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing a bunch of stuff actually because it's not just Overwatch this time, although there is Overwatch.
4: <laughs> of course.
5: Um <laughs> Hey, Overwatch is good. Uh, so I finally finished Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, which I thought it was good. I
0: enjoyed it. Um, I still can't I get past a... the like changing the direction of the arrow mid-flight thing.
1: You know, that's what you're caught up on.
0: Yeah,
5: th- that's weird, but. I don't think that's, like, the weirdest Because at some point you have to hit the point that this is an Assassin's Creed game. So you get all of the weird, like, oh, Forerunner, ancient god, people, relics that control minds, things. You know, you have to deal with that bullshit at some point, which I always dislike. I pretty much... If they could cut out all of the mystical bullshit of of, like, the ancient gods or whatever and all of the modern day bullshit of like going back in time through your memories um these would be fantastic games but they always have to do that which then take me out of the story and it cuz they try to you know link it into everything else that's been going on and i just stop caring about all of that stuff like i just want to be able to play a game that i am this person in this time period kicking ass taking names have they at right. least
3: stopped using desmond
1: Yes. Desmond died like in the third one, dude. Yeah. Did he die in the like, third Like, I'd say spoiler, but so, nobody cares about Desmond. I think the third one is
3: where I stopped playing, so I didn't <laughs> mm. know.
1: Yeah, he dies yeah. at the end. Spoiler alert. Although die. his
3: dad showed what? up in this one.
1: Why?
5: Because uh, apparently the... his dad is an important dude from a different one that I didn't play. But, like, he like just shows up in this one and was just like, hey, by the way, if you ever want to, like, check out more about the Assassin's Order, Let me know. And then, like, drops his card for the Abstergo agent that you're playing as and then, like, walks out. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck is this girl? Why the hell should I care? Can I go back to being Bayek or Aya and just start stabbing people and, like, assassinating uh, a bunch of people? I will say, the last assassination that you do in this game is amazing. And I always wanted an Assassin's Creed part- to to assassinate this person and you get to do it and i felt so good. Um so and like i didn't i didn't expect them to kind of do this random jump they're like hey uh you're no longer in egypt you're somewhere else and here's this historical figure that you get to assassinate and i was like oh hell yeah this is cool.
2: Um but i wanted I, the, I... I always wanted them to lean way more into desmond and like do some crazy yeah. stuff with him i don't know like
5: yeah i i think i think that they're taking the franchise in a good direction and if odyssey is anything like origin then people are going to enjoy it the story is pretty good there's a couple things that kind of just don't make sense but you're at least engaged enough that you're like okay gotta go stab some people what and does then mean? you go and check out like the cool places and do that
0: other than just defaulting to the first Assassin's Creed, what has been the best one so far?
1: I've only uh, played, I think, one and two. Nobody defaults to the first one. Really? I don't think anybody except yeah. Caleb defaults to the first one, and Caleb's just the, wrong. I think the
3: first one was the only
1: Assassin's Creed. So like, that's easy, why wrong. I liked it.
5: Well, I think that you might like this one uh, just because of the fact that I felt, at least, I was taking this more as an Assassin route.
2: Uh, they also changed out the combat a bunch.
5: Yeah, they they changed out the combat so you can't just sit there and counter stuff like crazy, which they changed that back in Unity. Uh, but I, I just enjoyed the fact that I would literally show up to like a base that I knew whoever I had to kill was in. I would then go into Eagle Vision and I'd scout out everything so I'd be like, okay, you know, let me mark all of the guards, let me figure out kind of like where they're walking to, let me figure out if there's like any back entrances or underground entrances into this this base that I have to get into so I can kind of slip in, stab whoever I need to stab, and slip out. Uh, I, I think that, you know, you can just go in guns bla- you know, kind of the guns blazing uh, approach to it, and you'd be okay so at least it gives you that option to either go in quiet and try to stealth your way through or... I just remember there not really
0: being any reason you had to do that. Like, you could literally just run in a whole bunch of guards, and they would surround you in a circle, and one at a time they would attack you because, you know, that's that's how that works.
5: That stopped back in Unity. like Back in in several uh, iterations ago, that stopped being a thing because if you walked into a base, you know they would surround you, but they don't attack you one at a time they'll all attack you at once and you can't dodge that much and the same thing here is if 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 you get if you bump into you know 15 guys sure you can start smashing the roll button and get out of a cute a couple attacks but at some point you're no longer going to be able to do that and you're just going to get hit with something
2: i miss like feeling like a god and just killing 50 dudes just in the open square
3: that's not an assassin. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I hated the
5: about I the last couple, that this one and, like, you know, Unity and Syndicate fixed were like, hey, you Those actually have to the plan things couple. out. <laughs> well, I mean, like, the mid-couple then, you know, the three and oh, four like and whatever. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I think a lot of people consider Brotherhood to be... One, one of the best ones. Brotherhood is the peak.
3: Two.
1: In what world is Brotherhood two the
0: best? Is the best one, excluding. Wasn't Brotherhood the one that had the multiplayer that was great for a while and then it just got ruined? I think that was Revelations, right? Is that Revelations? That right? was
1: most of them. <laughs> well, yeah, but the first one. I think it was Revelations. I think it, I think yeah, that was, right. I don't know. I think. I think it might have that. been Brotherhood. Or I Revelations think it was Brotherhood because there, I don't yeah.
2: think I played Revelations. What I was going to say about the real world stuff though, like my ideal scenario would have been for Ubisoft to like lean super far into it. And then like, you know, like every open world game of theirs is kind of similar. Like all of a sudden you just like wake up at the end of Far Cry and like an, a- an uh, Animus. Anish. And it's just like all-wings <laughs> universe. It would have been so cool. <laughs> no, it that would have been funny. Like the end of Far Cry Three, it's like, all right, glad you enjoyed your uh, vacation to the the island that you had to escape from. That was like a cool, fun puzzle thing that you paid for. And like, this is all a linked universe in which we just have virtual reality chambers that people get into. They
5: did that in Black Flag. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know if it was Black Flag or Unity because I played them both simultaneously. But I was like, around there was one of them that they were like, hey, you know, you're at you bought an Abstergo piece of hardware that you get to play from your home console and dip into your own memories.
4: And it's they so like cool.
5: were very leaning into the fact that they are like, basically, Ubisoft was Abstergo.
2: Yeah, so they should have brought that outside of Assassin's Creed, I think. I think they should have put that into like,
0: that would have, have been kind of cool if they would have done that for Fallout or fall, Fallout, Gemini. Yeah, Far that Cry. would have been cool. <laughs> If they bought the rights to Fallout, and <laughs> Fallout holy there. shit! Just for that one gag.
5: Yeah, there is also a uh, Final Fantasy reference in there. There's like a crossover quest that apparently there's also an Assassin's Creed quest in a Final Fantasy game somewhere. I don't know, but I found a really cool looking sword, and I loved using it. And it was apparently some Final Fantasy thing. And I was like, oh, that's neat. Was well, it very large? It was not, in fact, very mm-hmm. large. But it's it was not a real Final Steam Fantasy
2: Mm. Doesn't seem legit to me. <laughs> it sounds like bullshit. <laughs> it needs to be like the size of your own body,
5: <laughs> at least. Or larger, or yeah. larger, yeah. Preferably yeah, or larger. larger. With your character having spiky hair. Yep.
0: Uh let's talk about. Is he a hamster? A gerbil? Or what is he? He's a hamster.
3: It's Hammond, the hamster. He is. Do you a... remember because Hammond and hamster? Are, like oh, I the thought
0: so, but you know. <laughs>
3: Hammond the Hamster
5: is the new Overwatch character that will be coming out in just a couple of weeks. He's in the PTR right now if you want to give him a try, and boy is he fun. You don't have to to sell us on
1: it. We all already own (laughs) Overwatch, Owen.
5: Maybe some of our listeners don't.
1: Are we being paid by Blizzard? No. (laughs) (laughs) But if they want to send me
5: advanced copies of stuff, I'm not going to complain. Is he good? He's... Interesting. I think he's got a high skill cap because his main thing is to be able to like hook onto buildings or walls and things and like swing around them. And he's kinda, what we like, in the business call a hooker <laughs> <laughs> uh, And I think that he's going to be one of those characters that everyone wants to play, but only few people are going to know how to play him effectively. Because if you don't play him well, you're pretty much just going to get targeted by the uh, the opposing team and just get wrecked. But if you know what you're doing, you might be able to really mess up a team by just kind of swinging in, knocking people off or knocking the team away from each other. So they scatter, giving a, the ability to your snipers to be able to like pick people o- off before they can get back into like, Ryan cover or Orissa cover or something like that. So I think that he's got a lot of potential and he's going to be a lot of fun to play.
0: Isn't his thing also to just kind of be in the middle of the enemy team for, like, shield buff? Like, doesn't he gain, like... Here's a move shield okay. he, that gives he, him
1: shield based on how many enemies are next to him when he activates it. Yeah, okay. he
5: does. That requires you to leave your ball mode, and if you swing in and drop next to six opposing people, they're probably going to shoot you. Yeah, And pressing the shield button... Gives you shield, but six people shooting you makes that pretty much non existent. Like, it's. I I wouldn't use it as a a way of kind of getting in there and being like, all right, I'm going to swing in and I'm going to press that and I'm going to be invulnerable for like 10 seconds and they're all going to shoot at me and you guys can like run in and then like back me up. Your team should already be there because by the time that you swing in and press that button, you're dead unless somebody's healing you or something else is going on.
0: Right. So. And do all of all of his abilities take him out of ball mode, except for when he's swinging around like a wrecking yes. ball? Yes. Okay. Yep. And so that's that's
5: the thing is that he's got that wrecking ball mode, and if you know how to use it well, and it's not very easy to control, I think that's going to be where his bread and butter is going to really be for seeing a lot of good plays. But otherwise, you're just kind of like a droidica. You roll up, you deploy yourself, you start shooting, and you're not doing a ton of damage. You're doing kind of or risks the damage, maybe a little bit less, and not with a
3: shield in front of you. Though so it's generally a bad idea. If you don't want to be good, you just hook onto the center of the point and roll <laughs> around it, constantly running into people. <laughs> and that's a lot of fun. That is a lot of fun. Or you hook onto a catwalk and you swing around it nonstop, slamming people up <laughs> into the air a little bit. That's fun too. I, I played one that my entire
5: team was Hammond, and it was the first point of Eichenwald and so all six of us were just doing a loop in that first, uh, that first archway that they have to go through, and the entire like the team could not get through because every time they were trying to get like a little bit closer, one of us would be swinging
0: around and just knock them back. It was yeah. fun. Uh, armor gain when he's in ball mode too, or is it just like normal? Nope, nope, nope. Interesting. He can't
1: get headshot. Ah, so that's a thing.
0: Okay. okay. Doesn't
1: really help all that much, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, he
0: only has. He's a big target. Four hundred
6: so. health? Six hundred?
1: Six hundred? I yeah. think it's six hundred. Four hundred's almost certainly too low. Squishy ball. and board. that's assuming he's he does the shield move. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, he does seem
5: squishier than the other tanks, but yeah. that might be because of the shield thing.
0: Well, he also seems to be a super mobile tank. Yeah, he's definitely a very mobile tank. He's going to be the one that's going to be
5: diving in with your Winstons and Divas. Right.
0: Uh Chad! Sorry, what have you been playing lately? Uh, so I've been, playing,
6: I've been playing just a, a little bit of Fortnite. Just, just a little bit. bit of Fortnite. Just a yeah, little just, bit. Just a little bit. You know, getting my building, just, just building lull up and uh, seeing the seasons change and stuff like that, which I want to touch on a little later. I've been playing a lot of VR lately since my parents both have a VR now. We've been, you know, testing out games that are four-player co-op with them. So that's, that's pretty cool uh, to just do that. And then I recently picked up Raft with Travis and we played a little with that. And we're not done yet, but uh, after playing like eight hours of it, uh, I've realized that that game is like a two hour game if you actually play it to beat it, which is kind of sad. But Travis and I have just been basically using it as like a build simulator and like survival on the water. Uh, you start off on a raft that's like three by two or something like that. And there's a shark in the water, but then there's like a ton of debris that you can grab from. When you loot it up, you have different things that you can build. Uh, One of the things you can build is a research table. Uh, Once you have that, you can basically like toss any of the debris that you have like into that research table to unlock a ton of new, uh, I guess, items. Like um, a thing that basically turns salt water into fresh water. Uh, then you can uh, smelter, uh, just stuff like that, to to build up your
0: your raft. So this is uh, like an open world survival game, except you can never leave your raft except for grabbing debris.
6: Yeah, pretty much. Um, the shark comes up and eats off a like square tile of your your raft, but you can like build spears and stuff, and eventually kill it. And it's only dead for like. I think the update was 100 seconds now. So you can actually like swim around the water and stuff like that. The raft goes like one direction, which you can build a little flag that shows you which direction it's moving in to where you can put your sail that way and uh, grab a bunch of the debris and stuff like that. There's nets that you can build to where all the debris like goes into the nets to where you don't really have to worry about using your hook anymore to get uh, the debris. So you can basically get it to where you have this economy of just stuff kind of like growing on your raft. Uh, and you could just start building a like a city on your on your raft basically. It's pretty cool and that's what Travis and I are using it for instead of hmm. uh, Building I guess this like radio tower to like actually quote-unquote beat the game <laughs> We've like looked at it and we're like nah
0: <laughs> so Wait we you just, build a radio tower on a raft in the middle of an ocean? It's like
6: a it's like a broadcasting like antenna thing and then it like leads you somewhere oh, There's uh, some
0: very good debris in this ocean
6: yeah, well, there's also islands that you can come across and jump on, and you know, have some okay. fun with that. So yeah, I mean, it's a really fun game to just kind of relax and just hang out with friends. It's 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 like twenty bucks. I think if it went on sale for like five bucks, it would have been a better pickup. But it's good for what it is.
0: Uh, why don't we talk about the Fortnite thing real quick? We might as well jump into that since we are moving into video games, anyways
6: oh boy i wasn't ready for this
0: okay so if you guys remember
6: back when i was on the podcast a while ago talking about uh the cool things that were happening in fortnite with the comet coming and hitting uh one of the locations on the map um and like we were trying to figure out which one it was and there was a lot of theories on what was happening etc etc uh season three actually changed over to season four and it happened dusty divot is now the location in which uh the comet or meteorite resides now. Um, And the whole season's theme was heroes and villains. So in the divot where the meteorite is, uh, if you guys remember the first Thor, when he loses his hammer and it's like in a divot basically, and they build up around it, that's what it looks like. Um, And that's what they did. Uh, And every week the building up of fortifying the meteorite got bigger and bigger. Um, until one day, the meteorite revealed that it was actually a space pod. And we had the Blockbuster skin come out, which was called the Visitor. So, the Visitor is the skin that has like a robot f- uh, feel to it. And it has a face that's like animated and can change the LEDs and stuff like that. Um, but now we're in the change from Season 4 to Season 5. And there was the first ever... Fortnite world event that happened, where simultaneously in every single game uh, there was TV timers uh, that were basically counting down to uh, what was what was um I think it was Saturday, which was yeah Saturday, s-
0: like one thirty PM.
6: Okay, yeah, yeah, so that was the thirtieth of June, correct? Yeah, so the thirtieth of June, one thirty PM. Uh, there was the the countdown that happened, and then. Uh, you, if you were in a game or if you joined into the game, you could see off in the distance, uh, at the evil lair, which, which has been there since the beginning of season four, a rocket flying out of it. Uh, and there have been like hints that the visitor is using the rocket. Um, we don't, we did, never knew what he was using it for, uh, but he was basically in like loading screens and stuff like that as he was using the rocket. Uh, the rocket actually looks as if it failed. Uh, it, you know, the thrusters went to. Uh, Anarchy Acres um, and it, it looked like it failed and it started coming back down uh, and then there was this little voice that you can hear if you listen to the replays. You couldn't hear it when you were actually watching the rocket at first but if you go into the replay you can hear it and it says like set coordinates something something uh, and Tilted Towers gets targeted. And so everybody in the game is like oh no Tilted Towers is actually going to get destroyed and it's one of the things that people have been asking for for a while now is that Tilted Towers get destroyed. The rocket starts headed towards Tilted Towers, but right before it hit, it like gets there's just blue light and like cracks that happen right above Tilted Towers, and the rocket disappears uh, like it went to a different dimension. And then over at the uh, southeast part of the map, Moisty Mire, the cracks, different dimension, opens up again. The rocket flies out of it. Uh, goes around the north end of the map, comes back down to the southwest part of the map, goes through another portal in uh, the Greasy Grove area, comes back out um, where Loot Lake is, and goes straight up into the sky and has just busted uh, a crack in the sky, which looks like it's tearing apart space-time as we we see. Um, Another cool thing with that, though, is that this happened on Saturday, an hourly people were watching the crack, and it's been getting bigger and bigger uh, in every direction. So every hour you can look up at the sky and you can see a different portion of the crack has gotten bigger. Uh, with that, there's a select few locations that uh, on the map that have portals opening up. Uh, one's at Lonely Lodge, one's at Tomato Town, and one is at um, the motel area. And all of these portals that are opening up there's like a sign or something, or like a tomato head, or or something that's on the map that everybody knows about that is disappearing through these portals. And actually today, the, the theory was that the tomato head was going to disappear soon, and I just jumped into the game right as we started this uh, podcast, and the tomato head's missing. So the theory is that the visitor actually comes from a different dimension, and he was trying to get back to his dimension, and by flying around the map with a rocket, uh, he built up speed and then went through the sky into the different dimension. But then ripped up a permanent hole in space time as we know it. And uh, we're looking at towards season five, which people are believing that uh, is going to be like a either future or a past kind of theme. Both together would work because uh, space, time, and each of these locations—lonely lodge, tomato town uh, motel—they're uh, thinking like maybe uh, Egyptian or Greek or even future is going to be like tearing its way inside of these different locations. And uh, something that I've just come up with on my own, um, listening to what Epic has kind of talked about uh, with Tilted Towers—they back in the, back when Tilted Towers was around. And season three was coming over to season four. Uh, they had stated that they wish they built up tilted towers over time rather than just dumping it on the map and it just being like this, this you know, new school that player like unknowns. They wish they, that they did it like one building at a time to where people would kind of be attracted to that place, but they wouldn't all drop there at the same time just like overnight. So I'm thinking that we're going to start seeing things disappear from each location as well as new things up here at these locations. And there's going to be this slow transformation. So you're going to have like the motel area with like uh I don't know, Roman Colosseum or something coming in or uh, like s- something like that. Um So yeah, that's that's just some of the things that are happening in Fortnite. And I find it crazy that this is a pure PVP game. Of course there's like the save the world, but that doesn't really come into effect when it comes to this type of storytelling but it's like pure pvp and yet they're like trying to s- tell this narrative through it it's neat
0: that it's neat that they literally aren't using like there's no dialogue there's no lore really it's just the map changes and the map changes are what is telling the story yeah pretty much
6: i mean there's okay so there's like loading screens and stuff so like after you complete like ch- um it, this this uh seasons challenges and stuff after you finished a week of challenges you would get a loading screen and that loading screen was kind of tell the narrative and so you're seeing it through pictures but then you're also with this new stuff that happened with like the world event uh which by the way the world event actually had a griefer who uh has the highest kill streak right now in the game it's 48 kills because he knocked down one ramp (laughs) <laughs> so that's that's wow. interesting uh. but yeah so it's like basically like this new like the the whole rocket thing that they did was like it was live action every game that you you entered like you saw it like I entered it after like directly after the rocket hit the sky and it was already there in my game travis was watching at the same time ninja and like cypher and everybody all happening at the same time it was just like a super cool experience to have like all these you know pvp players and like just throughout every single game of 100 players like the same thing was happening and it wasn't like an mmo or whatever where people were all standing around in the same instance kind of thing That's pretty cool.
0: I right. do they know when I mean what's the plan on season 5 like when's that supposed to start up?
6: Um give me 2 seconds and while I'm looking this up. 1001 Um 1002 The, the theories behind like the hero theme in season 4 um it was like basically so the whole visitor thing happened and once that happened everybody was like theorizing that uh, Omega, Carbide, like all of the, the heroes that have already been released for the battle pass, they were just actors and they were hired to cover up like everything that was going on with like um, there's there's fate and Omen who just came out of nowhere and like uh, basically the government has like hired these actors to, to produce the show. Uh, in order to cover up, like all of these asteroids coming in and um, stuff like that, like the the Thor-esque kind of looking thing in the divot, um, that's quote-unquote just part of the movie uh, and stuff like that. So like it's it's all cover up. Um, but then omen and fate, fate like predicted that the the asteroids were going to come. Um, And so she can get like Omen to come back and like the rocket was actually supposed to be used for uh, the destruction of, you know, one of the the towns most likely tilted. Um, But then the visitor came and out of nowhere and like they didn't predict that and he used it to get back to his uh, area. Um, And the season four season ends in eight days. So we're going to be seeing a lot of changes in these next eight days with the the map and stuff like that. Um, And just you know seeing the season come to a close and the new season come
0: um I I was thinking the other day like I can't think of another game where they sort of do this whole world change like you know something that utilizes the same map where they change it so drastically such as you know something like we're like completely re reshaping this part of the map so it's a new town or it's a new uh, area you would actually play in like I Think about you know, playing Dota all the time. It's the same map and they do make changes, but it's always subtle. It's, oh, we right. shifted this cliff. Uh, we changed the way that the water runs here. We moved the steps from this location to this location. It's never something. And move that, this
3: tower one unit to the left.
0: Yeah. It's never something that's super drastic, I feel like. And anytime you are doing some sort of you know, visual change to the map, it's just visual. Like it literally is just an aesthetic, it's not yeah. something that changes the layout. So I think move, that part's pretty Rishan cool. They
2: moved across the map one time. That was pretty... Oh,
0: they did. It was big
2: news. <laughs> pretty big.
5: Oh, I forgot when he was on the bottom. I mean, WoW does stuff like that on occasion in their expansions, though. It's not like, you know... Like how...
2: Cataclysm.
5: Yeah, I was right? going to say, like, Cataclysm. Even some of their, like, in... Like, between DLC kind of uh, content that they have, then they update some of the end game areas. You know, that's a slow build of them showing like yeah here's an island and after a couple of months you know you get to go further into this island and explore other areas of it but i don't think any game has the extent that fortnite has done that same thing
6: yeah well also it's like i any game that would try to pull this off in a pvp sense like i don't know if they actually could unless it was like Fortnite-esque, like you, you need to have it like cartoonized, kind of like you could do anything as bizarre as this. Because uh, like you tried to do this in PUBG, everybody would just be like, "What the heck? Like, what are you, what are you doing?" Like what is supposed to be a milsim like what right. there's now asteroids and like divots that are cut co- and like visit what rockets that are breaking space time to- excuse me like
5: well it's funny how pubg now seems to kind of have some stories going along with their new maps that they're coming out with it's not just like oh yeah there's a new map it's like oh hey look this one's you know this themed and 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 this is the reason why people are there you know like they, they're trying to like
6: yeah, try sure.
5: to do what uh Fortnite already is doing. And it's just it's cool to see that all of that going down cuz I mean I remember back in Halo 3, I think it was, like everyone freaked out because for one day if you played Valhalla, there there was like a a, a specific spray Uh, that was on one of the walls that no one ever walked near. And so people would, like, in the middle of a match run over there and be like, oh my gosh, look, there's this spray. There's, like, a flag or a bungee symbol or whatever. And so it's just very interesting to see how, like, it went from something like that in a a PvP game to, like, oh, no, we're just going to tell an entire
3: story while you're just doing your own thing. Overwatch has sort of been doing that not nearly to the extent but like oh, they yeah, add I guess aesthetic pieces to maps like there's the uh, I can't remember the map names like at all but you there's know, the one where yeah that'd be the one mm-hmm. where there's like a giant fist you know breaking the if wall if
2: you think about it it's kind of crazy Overwatch is like purely a pvp game and there's like so much lore and you like know so much of the story and the backstory and everything mm-hmm. like all that surrounds it for it just being like a 6v6 shooter
5: yeah You you get all of that context from from comics
3: and mini-vids and in-game
0: dialogue.
6: So one last thing with uh, Fortnite is that they had tried to release a thing called Playground on Friday before the world event, um, but the servers all crashed because basically it's a four-player match um, in which you can go into it Two two big trees give you like over max wood, uh, and you can just kind of either one v one your friends or you can just practice building and you know run around the map, loot all the chests because all of them are up. Uh, there's llamas everywhere, uh, and it's just like a it's a practice realm. It's a it's a, you know a playground. And uh, yeah, so that that's been out. Um, it actually got released uh i think last night without any explanation it was released first on the eu and oceana servers and then it was released on na with like no announcement um and i think they did it on purpose at, to, because they wanted to ease everybody into it so they kind of just stealthily launched it and then they kind of monitored it over time um and yeah now it's up and you can get into it and you can just practice building and stuff and it's really cool hmm before they take out building in the game because they oh. want to see other ways that you
0: can win at end game. Yeah, I'm um, sure that, that will be something. They're actually talking eventually. about
6: it. Like not not taking building out completely, but they're talking about like putting a cap to the amount of wood you have. Um they've already implemented uh, less ground pickup as in like once you get a wood or something out of a chest, it's 20 instead of 30 in the beginning of a match. Right. All, all throughout the match um, it just so it's
0: actually like slowly reeling people back in to or reeling them away from it being a building
6: yeah which is really stupid because if you think about this game it's shooting is all RNG the ARs are all bloom based the SMGs are all bloom based. like none of the guns actually have a true like trajectory path like uh, I don't know PUBG for instance you kind of can read the recoil. It's the same recoil every time. This game is just like you got to pray to the gods that your your bullets are gonna hit. <laughs> and and so the the thing that they can fight with with that whole uh, scenario is they have a building um, aspect to the game, which you don't really care about RNG at that point because if you can build, you get up on your opponent and you can like be close enough to where bloom doesn't really affect you. But if they take out building, all you're left with is an RNG shooter. And who wants to frickin' play the lotto every time they shoot a frickin' AR at somebody? Mm-hmm.
3: Remember when Fortnite was like a mediocre survival crafting game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good times. Those back were the in the times. good old days.
0: <laughs> Um hey let's let's jump on and talk a little bit about E3. Since we uh, did a um, flashback cast last or two weeks ago, let's talk a little bit about E3 since we didn't get to talk about it then. Yeah, this what is good, we're right in time for all the <laughs> yeah. hot takes going out. Yeah. <laughs> what's E3? Um, yeah, what's E three? Exactly. What is E three? What even is
1: time? I prefer to call it E <laughs> <Personally>. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, uh, man
0: is anybody even pumped about things that came out of e3 at all yes yeah. of course that super was a joke that was a smash joke of course brothers. there are things that are important <laughs> oh and do you want to talk about super smash brothers there's not much to say
5: other than say it's it really every creepy super smash level and character from every other super smash add a couple more we're good that's it. Like it's it's every other Smash in one game. That's all you need.
0: Done.
4: There you go. Yeah.
0: Um I actually don't remember being this exciting or this excited about an E3 Pretty much ever. I felt like there were just so many games that I was like, oh, that looks so freaking good. I'm so excited. First of all, the fact that, that we got to talk about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven again. <laughs> Finally. I thought we were never ever gonna talk about that. It was just gonna be something that they released that fun little ridiculous trailer on, and then they were like,
2: "Ah, Just kidding. They put that first trailer out before they put Witcher 3 out, so it's like... I don't even know why they put the first one out. Because it wasn't even in, like, full production at that point.
3: The first one teaser came hype. out in 2013.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what
0: the heck? Yeah, it's been and a while. And they
2: took a few years and then they put out Witcher, and then they're like, alright, I guess I'll start working on Cyberpunk now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that that was definitely the highlight of E3 for me, I think, was seeing that trailer. Also the way they revealed it, it was at the very end of the Microsoft uh, press conference, like Phil was given his closing words and like you we were like, all right, that's it, we're wrapping up and then like they did the whole like, oh no, the press conference got hacked sort of thing. <laughs> and, like all the screens started flashing like codes going across.
0: Do you think they're ever gonna get to a point where they're like reveals when they try to be cool? Are actually cool and they're not just super cheesy uh like, that did you was see the cool. guy... thank you come on man <laughs> did you see that when they uh revealed i don't even know the name of the motorcycle game but when he drove up freaking to the stage and then was like walking on the stage he like fell into the computer and it broke yeah that was brilliant acting oh my acting.
4: gosh that
2: was so, <laughs> <bad>. so
0: stupid <laughs> was that like trials? i just i just yeah it oh, was trial. It, yeah. was th-
2: it was supposed to be <laughs> stupid though like
0: that's just sure, not, like, but... I feel like a lot of that is that though. Like they don't It was
2: pretty cringy. It's not yeah. devolver
0: digital <laughs> like when they get on the stage and they just do things that are so freaking weird and crazy. Uh, that did you, you even watch the devolver panel? It's cringy this year, but like of? in a super good way. In yeah. a good way. In a good way.
2: Okay. The the devolver panel's super weird because at this point it's like a through line story year to year. Yeah. And they're like building on it. So like they left us with, with like cliffhangers for next year essentially <laughs> this year. <laughs>
3: Yeah, they yeah, brought back like the guy with a
1: robot arm.
2: Yeah, the guy that got his arm chopped off last year like had a robot arm so this year. So it's like
1: hypothetically, I've never watched one of these panels. Oh, really, you should watch it. Yeah, yeah. they're watch like, all of them. They're
2: there's like only... twenty minutes long Are there like, not that there's long? Two?
3: There's only two, right?
2: Yeah, there's only two. They've been doing it for two years. <laughs> That's they're really insane. Good.
3: It's great. <laughs> you should watch
2: them. No, there isn't uh, E3. They're basically press conference satire. Because they yeah, like yeah. make fun of all the other companies for you their know, demo I, I guess I
1: should expect nothing less from Devolver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So other than Cyberpunk 2077, what else uh, tie you guys eyes, I guess? of War right.
6: 5.
0: Gears. Mm.
2: Look pretty good. We you're not playing fit- as um, the dude this time, you're playing as the chick.
1: I'm playing as the get dude, get no out. way. You
6: gotta figure out her story, yo.
2: A progressive video game. <laughs>
6: <Freaking> <laughs> liberals okay.
2: taken over. as feminists <laughs> up in here. <laughs> oh my god! god. You gotta Gosh. stop.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're right. I can't play Gears so 5, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anthem looks really
2: good. I think. Okay. Are,
4: are you <laughs> excited? The Bioware about game, Jake?
1: right?
2: Yeah, it's the Bioware one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you get to oh, fly no. around in a super suit.
3: It looks
1: like
3: it's
0: going to be Destiny. Yes. It does look yeah, it like Jake's not yes. excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jake loves Destiny, that's for sure. The
6: only thing that that game points towards Destiny is its future look. Like, that's it. And uh, the fact that it's, like, MMO kind of not really.
2: Yeah. yeah, they have, like, the whole loot stuff. Although they didn't show any of the loot stuff this year. They showed it last year, but nothing this year.
6: Mm. I mean, I feel like in that same argument, like... Our Guild Wars is destiny, World of Warcraft is destiny because the MMO feel. Like
2: well, it's just it's the shooter part
1: also. It's a futuristic shooter. It's okay, like so, an MMO well, futuristic
0: class-based
1: shooter too. Yeah, like In- Infinity
6: mm-hmm. War is like destiny.
1: Infinity War the movie? No. There's Infinity a game Warfare. Infinity War. Oh,
2: Infinite Warfare.
1: Oh, yeah. Infinite
0: Warfare.
2: There we go. That's just Call of Duty. <laughs> I
6: just don't. I just don't see it. Like I don't see Anthem being Destiny. They're they're they look completely different, and there's like the the story in Destiny and the story in Anthem are like different. And I don't know if you if you go and say that because it's an MMO and it's a shooter, it's Destiny. It's like there are a ton of games out there that are Destiny. Then.
3: I mean, just a lot of the mechanics look similar. Like the shooting looks similar, the looting mechanics from the first time we saw it looked similar. You
6: get to fly around in an Anthem. You jump really high in Destiny. Like I don't. <laughs> you I only don't jump see. really high if
0: you're the if you have those freaking boots on. Hey, right. Uh, uh
2: yeah, it's not a ton of like loot-based shooters. It's like
6: um, I forget what I told you, Alex. After what was the? the...
2: Why can I not think of like the main one? Borderlands. Borderlands. (laughs) Holy crap. I cannot (laughs) think of the word Borderlands.
4: He really likes you people. people?
2: Uh, Yeah, the division is a lot like it too.
6: I forget what I told you after the the reveal and I was reading Twitch chat or whatever, but I I feel like what I said really summed it up nicely and you kind of laughed at it too. But it was just like, I, I just don't see it, man. Like,
2: There's a lot of games that
0: are like a lot of games. It's kind of hard to be original at this point. Um, outside they're of basically Anthem, all Diablo,
2: right? That's freaking they right. They are. Wow. They want
0: to be. They want to be. But they're not. Diablo's great.
2: What else did I see? Oh, Devil May Cry Five, which was crazy to me. Are you? How much did they show of that? <laughs> uh, they they had a pretty good. I'm just sure. Do we know? Trailer? Who
1: do you play as?
2: You play as Nero. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Oh. He was the worst part of 4. I don't know. I, I dig 4. I, I dig Nero. I couldn't get through 4, dude. Devil May Cry 3, I love to death, but I could not get through 4 because Nero was a whiny little baby and I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so the crazy part about this game is that
2: they had four come out, and then they stopped making them for a couple years, and then they had a reboot that they just called Devil May Cry, or this is called DMC, I guess. Yeah, and it was made by Ninja Theory, like a completely different company. They had a whole reboot, and then they waited a couple years, and they're like, "All right, Devil May Cry five, <laughs> Like, like the reboot never happened. Yeah, I legitimately <laughs>
1: forgot about the reboot. Was it? I feel like it wasn't terribly well received. Maybe that's just uh, me projecting, I but... I don't know about
2: the critic stuff, but I, it, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was... So I literally haven't e.
1: played it, so like, I can't really judge it. But I've, I felt like people were not super on board with it.
2: Maybe why they went back and did Devil May Cry 5. Could be. And just ignored that the other one ever happened.
1: Yeah. But they went back to the, <laughs> the shitty character. Like, why? You're going to do it all the way. <laughs> Just bring Dante back. I don't
2: know. His hand's super crazy this time.
1: Oh, my God. I don't even want to know. <laughs> Does he uh, at least still have, like, the motorcycle sword? Because that yeah, was cool. Yeah. Okay. I'll give That's a what chance. they start
2: off with is you see him pull out the sword and he goes, rum, rum. It's like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just as stupid as I remember. That's great. <laughs> Alex, I'm uh, assuming you
0: were him? excited about uh, Wolfenstein. Youngblood? oh yeah um that yeah looks it looks cool. all right did you know that it's gonna co-op. be a co-op game yeah, yep.
1: Ooh. yeah. so it's gonna be like for exciting. three years that actually yeah
0: it's gonna be like for three years <laughs> <laughs> i was just excited to see that they're doing something co-op because i think that game's fun but i I don't know i just want to experience it with somebody else at the same time they're also putting out like
2: some sort of weird vr thing in the of Wolfenstein universe. Are.
1: Oh, Oh, I was going to say, didn't they do that already? But that was actually Doom that I'm thinking of. (laughs) So they didn't.
0: And I am so pumped that they are doing a sequel to Doom. Yeah, Doom Eternal got
1: announced. What's with all these
3: new names? Doom Eternal, then there's Halo... Was it Infinite? Infinite? Halo Infinite, yeah. yeah. What's with all these crappy names?
2: (laughs) Also, they're all just like slow pans over some environment and then
0: the
1: title. Yeah. (laughs)
0: They're like, look what we're working on. For Elder Scrolls. T- 2024. I was gonna say they're not
1: all like that. Elder Scrolls was a kick. Okay. Did you guys see <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Did you guys see the announcement or, or the like right after the Elder Scrolls thing came out? And they were like, actually we figured out that it's actually in Western Virginia. So if you look here, you can actually see where the mountains start. <laughs> Here's where the like it's great. Shenandoah Man. Mountains.
2: Elder Scrolls 6. We have like bets on what year that's gonna come out.
0: Freaking. 2023? Nah, 2023 Nah, they're gonna do like That's a cool year like late. 2020
1: or 2021 i bet yeah, yeah it's definitely a cool year makes well, 2020 like... or
0: 2021 any cooler than 2023, 2023 i have an exact date yes
3: is it wait it, i think i know what date you're gonna guess man. i have an
2: exact date guess what do what oh, you think no. it is is it
3: in the year 2022 yeah yeah oh I
2: gosh know is it is it it's two, gonna two, be two, February two <laughs> two 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 two, for sure. That's the uh, day yeah. it's gonna come out.
3: You know what? I think. Uh, no, never mind. Dang. Okay. Skyrim came out on eleven eleven uh, 11? Uh, eleven 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 eleven. I was checking to see if the two was on a Tuesday, because then you could just call it Tuesday. <laughs> oh no! That's so freaking stupid. What <laughs> is the dumbest, dumbest thing anyone's ever said. It's on a it's on a, w- a Wednesday. Oh, one
0: day off. So close. It.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's coming out for like four four years at least. It's gonna be a hot second. <laughs> February
5: twenty second of twenty
3: twenty two is a Tuesday. Is it really? Yeah, February twenty second. There we go. Sorry, I was looking at February second because I'm not. No, oh, it is definitely ad-
5: coming out then. There we it's go. It's totally gonna come. A game is gonna come out
0: then. <laughs> it's it. It will definitely, as Jake called it, Skyrim.
1: <laughs> Skyrim six. <laughs> Skyrim 8. It. The return of the mods. <laughs> it's oh, always gosh. the first thing I try to say is Skyrim 6. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. See, that's yeah, it's interesting
5: because I always try to say Oblivion.
1: Mm. Well, it's been what, like 10 years of Skyrim? so Yeah. They've released it about 10 million times. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like it's not even Elder Scrolls anymore. We got it's Skyrim, Skyrim on Alexa Skyrim now, man.
2: If it comes out on two twenty two twenty two, it'll be eleven years.
0: Dang it! Oh my gosh.
2: In between.
6: Oh, and I forgot to ask you. Yeah. Did you download Fortnite on your Switch? I did. I played one game of Fortnite. Instantly hated it and
0: deleted it off of my console. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. wow. <laughs> uh, by hey, the way, you've gotten this... him to do more. Listen, I tried him to get downloaded to Dota, and he will just will not do it. So oh, you've Dota, already. Dude don't i
4: hate that I it <laughs> don't,
2: don't all right any other e3 stuff Obviously. last of us part two looks really cool
1: Yeah.
2: Um,
6: sea of thieves actually came out with, or it's coming out with content
0: content in <laughs> sea of thieves is so pumped they
2: released the framework for the game and then they're gonna put the game in it at a later yeah. date <laughs> exactly Can i
5: say that i'm actually kind of intrigued by the whole uh uh, like, the fighting the Kraken and the Megalodon and everything in Sea of okay, Thieves? Okay,
6: fighting the Kraken was the stupidest thing I've ever experienced in my entire life in video wow. gaming history. Really? Uh, yeah, it it was literally tentacles came out from the water, you shot cannonballs at them very inaccurately, and then once you destroyed all the tentacles, it just vanished. Oh, cool. Wow. <laughs> what about the Megalodon? You don't get anything from it. It's just, uh, I actually haven't got on after, uh, they released that, but from what I've seen, it's very buggy. Sometimes it's a flying shark instead of a swimming shark. (laughs) Oh
5: my god, that sounds amazing. I want to fight a flying
0: shark. I just remember when we were playing in the beta and all of a sudden like the water started turning red and it got choppy and this weird music. We were all so freaked out and then we're like, oh wait, we're off of the map. Yeah. It meant almost nothing, but it was (laughs) awesome.
6: I need I need to tell you something. That is more terrifying than meeting the Kraken. (laughs) Oh, that's That's such a
0: disappointment then.
6: Yeah. Okay, that game is beautiful. That game is like If you just wanted to play in a sandbox, create your own adventure, and just hang out with some bros and just you know, chilly, game is great. If you want content with your gameplay, yeah, don't go to that game. (laughs) Yeah, yet at at least I don't know what they're doing to it. Literally, the the uh, E3 kind of didn't even look like it was adding anything. Like it was a cinematic, and that's it. And it kind of was like we're adding content. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but they didn't like say any specifics they just announced like two different packs of stuff that was coming at some point and like gave names to them of course hope,
0: hope to it's, god it's free that's the hardest part is to give names to a pack that you're going to release in the future
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it Takes a long time you guys
2: time. uh watch that trailer for ghost of tsushima
1: is that that game looks
3: gorgeous
1: being made by sucker punch yeah,
3: yeah. okay yes
2: yeah, it so looks I have. like and a samurai movie but it's like incredibly gorgeous looking
1: it's like, so pretty the
2: color palette is crazy it looks super cool i'm excited to see what that i feel becomes. like it's a little
1: unfortunate though that that and whatever from software is making <laughs> got announced at the same time Sekiro. Uh, oh, yeah yeah because i watched the from software and i was like oh my god dark souls with a grappling hook in japan i'm so hyped <laughs> yeah. and and I was like, don't forget oh. the umbrella shield oh yeah Come on, what are you doing? And then this came out and I was like, "Oh, that again."
3: <laughs> like same that's, thing. I just feel like that's really unfortunate. They did look pretty similar. Though the Sekiro def- definitely has like that darker look. Oh, sure. It. I'm sure they're very different Shima but looks aesthetically
1: bright. they're almost identical, dude. Like same <laughs> setting, same like vibe. Like I just feel bad for whoever yeah. had to go on stage second, like
2: Yeah. We finally uh, saw Death Stranding gameplay, and it's a walking yeah.
1: simulator. We Love saw it.
3: 15 minutes of Death Stranding. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> and it was walking. It was I all walking. Know what that game's about
6: nobody, was, does. nobody does. It's a game where it's, you, it's not about it anything. It looks
3: like it's a game where you deliver packages. I've <laughs> heard a. L- I've yeah. heard a few. <laughs> like that's it's like legitimately UPS what it looks future? like. It is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's like a courier.
0: Yeah. Futu- futuristic UPS. <clears throat> No, it's and like he's a post-apocalyptic like UPS, that's what it is. He's like yeah. got to go
2: th- go through this river with all these <laughs> packages on his back. <laughs> Don't forget
0: about the baby. Yeah, you can't forget about the yeah. baby. Is he delivering the baby too?
1: The theory oh. I've heard is that the baby is like a clone baby of himself, so when you die, you have like <laughs> <laughs> a method to come back.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, I've read some stuff like that too.
3: But he definitely, like, wakes up the baby to do something. So presumably the baby has a mechanic
1: that's not just... I'm gonna love with you. (laughs) I watched about five minutes of that trailer, (laughs) muted while I was working, and then turned it off.
6: So wasn't the theory even further than that, though, that, like, when you die, it's his past self, like, as the baby, and so it knows where all the creatures are while he doesn't?
1: oh my god i i have not (laughs) heard that but that sounds like something hideo kojima would do yes there's like
2: some weird time travel-ish stuff that they're allusioning to and like yeah the other it looks like the lady
3: monsters like anything they're near accelerates in time or something it's weird (laughs) buddy okay (laughs) why not
4: and you can't
2: breathe around them i guess
3: yeah, you gotta be, is that gotta real? be not Did you breathing. Just make that up. So well, they, they the like clap their is, hands
2: over their mouths and like don't breathe. I think they they're just that, but when he
3: wakes the baby up and the thing starts like <laughs> clapping behind his head while the yeah. enemies are near, I'm like, how do they not like hear that? Well, that's, that's why I'm saying loud.
2: like I feel like it's something to do with literally breathing because it's not like it they're just trying be. to be quiet. No. Because they've got this really loud clapper thing that strapped thing to their back goes. that goes crazy when they get close. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. And it's like weird, weird spiky lady that's talking to him all weird. And then like the trailer ended like six times, but then kept on going.
3: It really did. It's like, oh, the trailer's <laughs> finally over. No. Nope.
2: No, there's something else Seven here. Seven
3: more minutes. Kirby, Mads Mickelson is in that game too, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. and he wasn't in any of this 15 minutes. Not
3: a bit. Cool, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Though, like, not too long after E3, I think he posted some picture of him and Hideo Kojima. They are at, like, some bar, right? Just, like, yeah.
1: PG chilling, yeah. whatever. <laughs> wow. Cool. Weird. Uh, uh,
3: Trey just... released some uh, extra content. They had a DLC they added called Moon yep. Crash, which came out... During E3, right? Or immediately following? Uh, I played a whole bunch of that. It's actually quite good. You play it's... like five different characters and it has like an overarching story and each character has their own story.
1: Is it roguelike? Yeah. Why do you think Caleb played it? Of course.
0: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played the original. I played Prey without it being roguelike. You prayed Prey? Yeah, makes shit. sense. It makes sense. <laughs> I'm picking good, up what though. you're putting down. Uh, anything else from E3 that we need to talk about? I mean, sure, we could bring up Fallout, but, you know, I don't know how many people are actually excited about Bethesda am... taking another game online.
5: I'm uh, excited. Why? Because it's like the one thing I felt was missing out of the last Fallout. Missing? That's the most important thing that's not in Fallout. I mean, I just, I built that's some true. cool bases, and I was like, you know, this would be such a great time to be able to experience this with
0: friends. And then they are like, hey, we're actually going to do that. And I was like, all right, Listen, cool. Here's the best person to ask about whether or not this is a good game is Brock. Brock has played more Fallout than any person I've ever met. He, in fact, one time went to DC and knew his way around the city only because he had played Fallout so much. I believe that. He could that. navigate to all of the stuff. Uh, he is so <laughs> disappointed in the new Fallout. So disappointed. It's funny to talk to him. Um, I don't think there's anything other else E3-wise I got one. that...
3: What? You do? What? Metro Exodus. What? That game looks awesome. Looks gorgeous. It
0: does look good.
2: Oh, yeah, it does. There's, like, too many things that they talked about. Yeah. There's, just like, so many games. You can just, like, run down a list and talk about each thing forever.
5: Mm-hmm. It's like that could have been an entire podcast.
0: Yep. <laughs> oh, we could have done that. Uh, let's wrap up some video game stuff so we can get uh, to a couple other things. Um Owen, Owen. Yeah, I'm here. What what's going on? <laughs> yes? I'm There's assuming a this is you, you pogo do. with some pogo oh, stuff.
5: Yeah. <laughs> um, so your, Pokemon, your your
0: weekly pogo biweekly pogo update.
5: Look, I try not to talk that look. much about Pokemon Go, but it's you like what? popping off right now, okay? You wait, can you repeat what you just said? You what? <laughs> I'm trying not to talk that much about Pokemon Go. But every just time we do a podcast, they <laughs> add something else. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I have no idea.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Sorry.
5: What were you gonna say? I, I was just saying <laughs> that it's just every time that we do another podcast, they just add something else uh, that's like super big and bringing more people that are playing. And uh, that thing right now is the fact that they they added trading. It's you know there's trading in Pokemon. Finally. Are you kidding me? Uh, no. And so everybody's, like, super freaking out about it. You know, you have to... They they implemented a, like, friendship level that'll depend on how much Stardust you have to spend to be able to trade for what Pokemon to try to counteract spoofers and uh, people that just kind of, like, warp around the world with fake accounts and stuff, which i i mean they did a good job of of you know slowing those people down while real players are still able to kind of be able to trade pokemon and try to fill out their dexes and it's really cool and they were able to do this and they're adding a bunch of other stuff that like that they're doing for the summer they're having kind of like global events that everybody can participate in to try to unlock uh, specific shiny variants of Pokemon and also uh, different kind of bonuses for people for specific times of the day. So like the one that they just did was if everybody did all of these different tasks, cause each uh, continent had a different task. That if everybody did all that stuff, then they were going to have a shiny Articuno show up for three hours on a Saturday. And everyone was going to get raid passes to do it and double experience for for the entire week. And that happened. So it's just kind of like, this is... I, I try not to talk about this game, but it's really mm-hmm. cool that they're actually being able to implement the stuff that were, they originally said was going to be in it from day one. And also just kind of be able to cater their community so well two things
0: number one uh do you know how many people are still actively plugged? do we have a metric that says this how many people are playing at this point oh
5: uh, i can search that real
0: quick i'm I w- sure i would love to know also have we Four. talked about the whole like them doing a harry potter version of this they are doing a harry potter version of this. i know have we talked about that on the podcast I, at all? I don't think
5: we have but we should uh totally get your wife to come on and talk about
0: that i'm sure she's uh, very excited she's probably what not excited at again? all yeah, what Janae. is it, Owen? Janae. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. I got Janae. right. No joke, Fuck all Jake. of you.
0: <laughs> the freaking day when, whatever, I think Owen said happy birthday on Facebook and you, you responded. <laughs> I don't even remember what you responded. But Janae shows you like, I freaking love this guy.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure uh, Owen said Owen like. Was, yeah, something about Janae and you were like, oh yeah, I guess she can come too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, I'm Good sorry, stuff. Owen.
4: All right. oh man
5: it's okay i'm not i'm not super hurt
0: um yeah i just think it's interesting that like you know that they're moving over to another world (laughs) another universe that they can really tap into a lot of people who are just absolutely out of their mind excited about in harry potter world so
1: as of
5: august of last year they had a hundred
0: million people
5: uh
3: playing
0: what a hundred million people playing Pokemon Go.
3: Yeah. As of what eleven months ago, August of, <laughs> August of last year. I'm, more. <laughs> more. <laughs> I'm okay. trying to see if I can find something a little
5: bit more. I'm trying to see
1: if I can find something a little bit more. What are date. the point? Is that active accounts? Because I still have an account. I haven't touched it in about a year, two years. How old's that well, game? Current Pokemon Go do- daily active user globally
5: is at. Five million monthly is 65
0: million that seems slightly more accurate yeah it's a decent amount
4: yeah
5: yeah it's it's definitely a decent amount and the other thing that you have to keep in mind is that there are some countries that this is like much bigger than the united states like i from watching youtubers traveling the world and playing this there's like some countries that they show up and there's not a lot of people that are playing a lot. And then there are other countries, you know, especially the uh, Asian countries, like the Asia Pacific region. Any of those, like you just show up to a raid and it's full. There's there's at least 20 people, if not more, just chilling out, ready to go. Because um, there's hmm. just so many people that play. So. Yeah.
0: It'll be interesting to see how well the Harry Potter one does compared found to Pokemon
6: a Go. found that my university pays for. I really don't know why I'm talking like that. Um, So, <laughs> basically, <laughs> uh, I sent a link to y'all, and you can link it in the cast, but it we actually, can't says, actually can't look at it. Can't it you know, I can't, can't log in. into that. Oh, well, <laughs> I can send you a... Uh, hold on, a screenshot? A yeah, <laughs> screenshot, you know, Screen drop style uh to where you guys can access this real quick. Um but it basically shows that the United States has 53 million people playing in 2018. Uh 46 in Western Europe, uh 60 in Central and East Europe, 33 in Central and Latin America, and Asia Pacific has 187 million.
0: That's a lot of people. It's it's a lot of people.
6: Now, this is, I think, data that they took, and they're also estimating for 2019 and 2020.
0: Yeah. I mean, why is there an asterisk next to 2017? I'm confused. Because this mm, chart was made it's, in 2016. Yep, it was yeah. totally
6: made in 2016, and it was uh, predictions for 2017 and 2020. Those guys.
5: But yeah, I mean, it's it's neat that because of the trading things, there are so many people that are now showing up at raids and other things. And they're just like, hey, you know, I I heard that trading was a thing and I got back into it or I opened up my account for the first time since the beginning of the game. And now I'm I'm coming back in and I'm like, oh,
0: hey, this is I mean, kind of neat. It is nice when devs make new content, push to their game. So you come back and play it again. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it makes it fun. Um, speaking of of games, I wanted to talk about one. Caleb, you've probably never heard of this. Uh, there's a roguelike game called Binding of Isaac. Uh, you Bind- pro- Bind- Probably Binding should check what? it out. Binding of Isaiah? Isaac. Binding of oh Isaac. It's spelled yeah, I S A A C. You should check it out. It's actually kind of neat. Uh, but they're doing a board game. They
3: are doing a board game Kickstarter. Um, and it what? seems like the game's gonna be it's gonna play similar to I think Bloodborne. If you've played that, it's like uh. The bloodborne card game, yeah, not bloodborne, but, the video yes. game. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it looks it looks like it's gonna play like you have four. Pe- you can have up to four people playing, and you sort of semi-cooperative, semi-competitive, where you fight these other monsters, but you're also trying to beat all of the people you're playing with in order to get. You're trying to get the four souls. That's what it's called, mining of Isaac. Four souls.
0: I'm going
1: to guess
3: you've already backed this. Obviously. Like, Jake <laughs> sent it to me. I didn't read what it was. I saw <laughs> Binding of Isaac, and I saw it was Edmund Macmillan, and I was
0: like, yep, supported. <laughs> did you pledge $777? Wow. No, I did not pledge 777 For your custom-made card <laughs> that will be in the game? No. Come no. on, man. You could It's a custom sketch based on your theme for whatever you want. I'm all right.
1: Okay. Can I just say my favorite part of this game? It It looks awesome. What? The person who goes first is, I believe, Kane, if the player Kane is in the game. Or if he's not, it's the saddest player. (laughs) (laughs) And that's absolutely brilliant. Pretty great. (laughs) The saddest
0: player. Aw. What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought guys something to transition So this. Pray for the Gods no.
6: <laughs> uh, had their oh, Newsletter 12 come out um, and that was around June 6th In their Newsletter 12 they suggested that they've had 2.5 months of closed uh, alpha I did not back the game enough to, <laughs> with enough money to get the closed alpha so I'm still, I'm still waiting
0: Game's never coming out. They're gonna have to change the name again because some other game is gonna come out and it's gonna be Pray for the Gods, (laughs) but it's just gonna be spelled like normal pray and they'll be like, dang it! So they're gonna have to spell like P R A E Y for the G A W D S, and then they might Uh, be able to release the game. Wow, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I should have mentioned
6: actually, two things about this. I'm actually at at a a phase in my life where I'm like, why did I back this? Like, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> like, <I didn't, laughs> I'm I'm over it. Like, <laughs> and hopefully it spins around, and I'm like, man, I really want to play this game.
0: We'll see. What what were the two things, Caleb, about this Kickstarter? Oh. So you can mention more things about Binding Advisor First of all, it was funded fully funded in 1.5 hours. That's cool. Other than that,
3: instead of doing the normal Kickstarter thing of like so much money, they add on things, they're doing like uh, social uh, goals, I guess, and they're all really weird and uncomfortable. Like 40 (laughs) people have to take pictures of themselves pooping with the lights off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh huh. It's take a picture
2: of yourself with the lights off.
3: Flash.
6: Have you never had a flash in your camera phone?
2: Can you confirm the lights are off if you use flash? You can tell the difference between
6: a picture with flash and one without No, just just let him live in his fantasy. Just let it. it. It's going to be lit up.
3: There's going to be lit. 30 fans have to draw pictures of Edmund McMillan naked. Wait a second. (laughs) That's one of them.
0: (laughs) They've already gotten all these. Oh yeah,
3: like so many of these have already passed. What? (laughs) It's so weird.
0: What? Yeah. Ten videos of fans interpreting people having conversations in public to tell them about Isaac? <laughs> How is... Okay. Yep. Yep. I mean, this is, seems very Binding of Isaac-esque, so... <laughs> it's weird. just freaking weird stuff. I showed a friend of mine at work. I was like, hey, you should watch a, the like trailer for Binding of Isaac so you can understand the type of game that it is. He's <laughs> disturbed. He hasn't talked to me in a couple days. Oh, wow. mm <laughs> um so let's talk real quick about just a couple of movies before we wrap up uh number one being alex i'm assuming you're the one who watched tau what's Tao? i did watch
2: tau netflix new uh, original
1: does it stand for something nope oh okay. it, it, Never is, a, mind, it is a name is it in all caps yep it
2: is that's for some reason
1: incredibly confusing but continue <laughs> And yeah, the whole
2: movie I expected them to s- m- say it meant something, but it is the name of the AI that's in the movie. Hmm. Um, but they never explained that it meant technology assistance universe.
3: I <laughs> yeah, no, you can it. The acronym unknown.
2: <laughs> oh, there you go. That's yeah.
3: good. You like that?
2: That's way better than what I came up with. <laughs> Pretty deep. Uh, <laughs> It's um, it's a new Netflix original. It's about a girl that is basically kidnapped and put into this smart house that has this AI that runs it and she has to try to escape and, like, the dude that owns it's doing all sorts of weird experiments on her and stuff. Um, And he's, like, and trying Gary to develop, Oldman. like, the ultimate AI.
0: Gary Oldman plays the AI.
2: Yeah. And so it's, like, part, um, like, suspense um like puzzly trying to figure out how to get out of this house and parts like exploring like what is a person and like can ai's be like basically people essentially what is humanity and all that what is time yeah the the first 20 minutes i was like wow this is gonna be incredibly cheesy and i might just turn this off and then like after that i was like oh this is actually a pretty good movie
1: so yeah i'd recommend you check it out how similar is it to the Disney Channel original movie Smart House? Is it like the same? <laughs> like identical? No, no. Shot for shot remake? I love that movie though. Sam <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was worried nobody would get that reference. But here we are I guess. I was no trying to like find a one. way
5: to work that in and you just found a better and quicker way to do it.
1: Yeah, We, we should talk about Smart House more often on this yeah. podcast. It's such a, what a good, good movie. movie.
2: Um and also me and Aaron recently watched A Quiet
1: Place. That that came out like ages ago, my dudes. Yeah, like I hate to the say theaters. it, but I put it on here to talk about it when it came out and dropped it because Alex talked for five hours. Yeah, I What's remember
3: that. Can we consider the fact for a second that Alex watched A Quiet Place but could not finish? Prey. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've said it's this over and over. I can about. watch scary movies. I don't have any agency in them. I just watch it play out. That makes no If sense I'm if I'm, I'm the person controlling it, I'm like, why would I walk okay. down this scary hallway? Why, why would just, I not just leave?
0: I'll play through Bioshock again and you can just watch me play it. And then you can be excited about all the things that are going on. How about that?
2: <laughs> I mean I could just watch a but, this but this I'm not Let's gonna please. do that. <sighs> Alex. A movie's like two hours. I'm not gonna watch like a ten hour. Story game. <laughs> I'll just speedrun this. Be fine.
1: Yeah, Aaron's very good. Yeah.
6: <laughs>
1: uh, a competitive competitive
2: speedrunner for Bioshock.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
6: It's great. It's great game. but he misses like ninety percent of the game because of all the speedheads. <laughs> yeah. You gotta jump through this, go through this portal, and like get through that wall. Just you know, right. And I already know everything that happens in Bioshock. It's not like I don't know. What
2: the twists are. See, and stuff. you might
0: know what happens, but you haven't experienced that. Yeah, there's a thing, th- though. big difference
2: the fact that I know it would make the experience fall would flat. Would you kindly mm. just
5: play the game?
2: Nah.
6: Like how I'm sitting here not <laughs> playing the game, but nobody is you know telling me to play the game.
3: Wait, you haven't
0: played the game? No,
3: oh. we we didn't know. I just want got- to play the game. <laughs>
6: oh is that, is
1: that
5: my okay? gosh. No. Well,
0: oh, Chad, no. I'm used
5: to you being an uncultured swine. Alex at least Whoa. has oh. <laughs> a
6: I'm playing oh. Fortnite. That is culturally trendy right now. <laughs>
5: it is pop culturally oh, trendy. I, I will give you that.
0: Oh, and But
2: well, The game's also like old at this point, so. Yeah,
0: it's too You're old. not wrong. I can't play it. N-
2: not worth. Oh my
0: gosh.
5: <laughs> if only there was like an HD version of it or something. Yeah, I wish yeah, there was. If I'd only. play it then. Uh, there is! Uh, There's <laughs> an HD version of it! Oh nah, I wish gosh. it was, man. Oh my gosh! Alright, right, gonna well, get an aneurysm from this shit? Yeah, no, on that oh, note... Owen, are
6: you smelling toast?
5: Did I just get burned?
6: No.
1: That's the sign of a stroke. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: We're done, we're done. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCausland, Chad McCausland, Jake John Federcile, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. A-M-A-I-R. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Also, this week's podcast was again brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, designers, and fabricators based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check out their website at e.com. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. Again, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.